Welcome back to Archives of Fabella Daily, the podcast unraveling secrets in a magical world. Today is March 7th, equal to Pisces 16th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. History doesn't really know what happened on March 7th, 1730 BC. Maybe someday we will. But in the magical wonderland of Fabella, gods met to debate the rules of magic. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. world there is love beyond our world there is war beyond our world there is life beyond our world there is fabella pisces 16th 2271 fy equal to 1730 bc earth year it's the Age of Marvels, a period ruled by the Olympians. On Pisces 16th, the Olympians gathered together to discuss the laws of magic in Fabella. This magic council forms the foundation for magic in the world. First, they decided what magic should be called. It had gone by a number of oddball names throughout the years, while the Sentinels and the Olympians used the term magic. Their rivals, the Titans, used the term the power. Casting, hexing, sourcing, and jinxing were also used. The Olympians agreed to enforce the term magic. But what level was this magic? After much bickering, the Olympians decided that magic in Fabella didn't have any world-storing potential, and while kingdoms could be built around the use of magic, the general risk involved was quite low. How does one learn how to use magic? asked Poseidon, god of the sea. This presented some debate amongst the Olympians. Some maintained that anyone could learn it, but if anyone could learn magic, then the Olympians weren't that special. The other camp wanted to be considered special for using magic. They ultimately agreed to reach a compromise where only special people were allowed to use magic, but they also had to be taught how to use it. Then came the question that really stumped the Olympians. Where does magic come from? The subject, again, caused much bickering. The most religious of their company thought it was a gift from the real gods, Lord Lucas and Dark Lord Malum. Opposing this view were those who thought there was a scientific explanation for magic. They eventually decided that magic was a product of the magician tapping into the life force that connected all people and things. It wasn't a gift from the gods. 
but it was a small fraction of their power and supposedly unlimited. The subject of how long it took to cast a spell was easier to solve. Beginner magicians took a long time to cast their spells, and often did so accidentally when they were stressed. Expert magicians didn't even need to say a magic word to cast a spell in the blink of an eye. The last subject of magic they discussed concerned the limiting factors. There were certainly limits to magic. The core rules appeared to be that most spells lasted for about half an hour. Magic only had a maximum range of 100 yards, and that it took the form of electricity. But they never touched upon the most serious aspect of magic. What was the cost of using this power? The Olympians were of a mind that this magic was an ability that they could freely use without any concern for the consequences, because there were none. They were wrong. That's going to do it for us today. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley with music by Garrett Ferris and audio blocks. Books are available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.